Hey guys, it's Kiki, and I'm here to review episode seven of season three of Owns Ready to Love. This one is called Sticky Situations, y'all. Sticky Situations is an understatement. There was a lot of foolishness going on with the elimination of this episode. If you haven't seen it, stop what you're doing and go and watch the episode right now. Like social media Friday night. (sighs) Jesus it was lit i also have some tea to spill at the end of the episode about two of the cast members so hopefully i remember to put that in at the end of the episode but um let's get into it all right so the first segment opens up with joy and winter they're working out y'all know i love when they're working out because it reminds me of love island so just a little cute scene of them working out not really any dialogue we get rashid and simone they're having breakfast and he is asking her about the women's deliberation basically just asking like you know what happened and why did Chris go home that was very shocking to the group of men and um Simone is like she doesn't really know what happened because Naya was very infatuated with Chris and it seems like it was just one bad conversation that made her switch her mind so Rashid takes note of that they're going to be different conversations throughout the episode about Chris so it just really lets me know that Chris going home was a major mistake. It was a major red flag in that the men are not happy. Um, Adriana Adriana does join them on this conversation. And um, Rashid just basically says, you know, if her mind could change that quickly, that Naya just wasn't into him. Um, They ask Edwin how he feels about Naya because they know that they've started to hang around each other. And he says that he has he feels a connection with her and that they had a quote-unquote playful kiss um Edwin then discloses that Joy and Naya are in his top two now something did happen on that friend date with Edwin and Simone uh I know Simone went on not Simone Edwin and Winter because remember he was into Winter I know Winter went on social media and said that um there was a lot of scenes cut out you guys remember when I said that after the friends came and how all the girls talked to their girlfriends after the guys left there was not a scene of that with joy and her friend and winter and her friend and i wondered why um still don't know the exact details but there was a rumor going around that edwin said something to make simone cry she did go on social media and clear that up and say that um you know she didn't cry but that something did happen so I guess that's why we don't see really Winter and Edwin, which is good. Edwin just be doing too much talking for me. Um, We get the scene of the men coming into Tommy's tabernacle, the tavern. He calls the men the strong six. And he says their mission this week is to connect with the ladies, show them another side of themselves and to dig deeper. He wants them to be uncomfortable. And um, I'm here for it. Dig deeper because... So far, we're just seeing a lot of attractions. We hear the word vibes every two seconds. I don't think people who are damn near 40 should be talking about the vibe and the vibe. Y'all, as a 30-something-year-old and being around men, if I hear the word vibe one more time, I'm going to go drive to the Arthur Ravenel Bridge. (laughs) And I may jump off of it. Like, millennials and the word vibe, it just drives me crazy. Um... But yeah, you know, he wants everybody to vibe, get that deeper connection. They do end the meeting with the chairs to Chris. So I'm just like, okay, y'all keep mentioning Chris. Obviously, Naya is going to be on the chopping block. 
Speaking of Naya and her A Bug's Life eyes, she is talking to Edwin and she tells him, you know, she had reached out to Joy and um, wanted to get Chris's contact information because Chris said that he would help her with a podcast. Naya, bitch, bye. I have that written in my notes. I said, bitch, bye. Um, She says that Joy let her know that Chris turned all his social media off and that he's gone dark. So he's basically off the grid. My thing is, yeah, he just got eliminated goddamn the night before. Um, Of course, his social media is off because he isn't there to run it. I I mean, I know they probably do have their phones, but why would he be active on social media? I'm pretty sure he had to sign a non-disclosure to not be on social media while he's filming the show. So yeah, girl, of course, his fucking Twitter is going to be off. Um, (laughs) But aside from that, and the fact that Edwin wasn't even shook about that, I was like, Edwin, are you okay? Because she's sounding crazy to me. Um, But Naya is just talking about Edwin and how he provides stability and he's good on paper for now. She then asked him what size shoes he wears. He's a 10 and a half. I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. Since I worked for a shoe company straight out of college for a couple years, the shoe size thing, mm -mm. look at their hands, okay? The hands will tell you everything. Don't ask me how I know that. I just know. Um, The next scene we get is with Jay and Winter. And she's asking him, you know, when they're going to go on a date. They have an overdue date. And she wants to know where his head at. And, um, he says, um, there is a connection, but you know, um, he's just taking his time. He likes to be peaceful and he likes to keep his options open. This is pissing me off. Like Jay is too calm, cool, and collected, and it's going to make him miss out on both winter and joy. Like, sir can you show some emotion he's like well what do you want me to do you want me to fight for you and she's like well yeah yeah why don't you know do something like you just playing it cool and I agree and that is a major problem I have with this season maybe this has happened on the other two seasons so this season is called last resort because they're staying on the resort obviously because of COVID I did not know in the previous seasons that they weren't staying at a resort that these people were out living their lives in Atlanta and they were a kind of assigned but not really to date other people so this is a problem I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of the men on this show because what this is episode seven we don't even have fully defined couples but the men are out here mingling they're talking to other people why aren't the women doing that I have here written down the women gotta mingle like Jay is saying he's keeping his options open um Edwin has said it Brian and his fucking hairpiece and his ripped t-shirts he's gonna say it later and I'm just like okay women y'all gotta y'all gotta get on it and y'all gotta start fucking mingling because everybody from Denise to Winter um Alicia even everybody had their eye even Chris that ended up being his downfall that he didn't mingle with other people like I just feel like the women are doing a bad job at sowing their oats and getting to know different people like I feel like that first episode all the women all of the women put their eggs into their basket for one man. And I don't like that, okay? We about equality and equity. Go ahead and spread that seed around. So um, we get a next scene with Adriana and Calfani. They're playing checkers. Rashid peeps them. And he's just like, you know, Adriana stole my top pick. Rashid, please let Adriana go. She's really not interested. Like, I just feel like she's, I don't know. I feel like he's her 
pawn. I don't know. I didn't watch the Queen's Gambit, so I don't know the chess. He, he's just there as a safety, but she's really trying to get with Calfani. Next, we get a scene of Alex and Brian, and he says that they're not vibing. Alex also feels a shift within him. I think that visit with her friend, when her friend said that she was forcing a connection with him, really hit home to her. I had been saying that for the past couple of episodes. So she tells Brian, <laughs> she hits his ass with the, it's not you, it's me. Um, He doesn't really know how to respond to that. He just feels like um, it's probably time for them to fall back. And... Um, <laughs> that she's kind of punching him and she's like no I never said we need to fall back I'm just saying here's what it is and I got walls up so when he mentioned you know oh, you know you punching me she was like you know that's funny you say that because I was actually in an abusive relationship and he's like well how long she says three years and that's why I have a problem letting my walls down so Alex is opening up to him about this and he responds well you know it's paralysis by analysis and she's like what she's saying you know in her confessional brian does not listen to her he's too busy trying to be funny and maybe it's time for her to explore some other options and i just wanted to say hallelujah alex it's about time like i really would have liked to see alex and chris connect oh and right now i'm getting a throbbing around my temples because brian is giving me a goddamn headache next we get another scene of adrian and calfani they're sniggling and giggling they're cozying up um adriana asked calfani you know why is he single and like a true nigga he says he keeps getting with the wrong woman okay as if on cue denise pops up she peeps them and <laughs> i love aunt viv she's just like oh that's real cute y'all real cute like she goes inside and i think it's jay and simone are playing pool and jay's like uh-oh <laughs> I'm like, Jay, stop fucking instigating. But um, Adriana is like, oh, you know, I don't, do we need to leave? Because I don't want any drama and I don't want no problems. Adriana tries to play this innocent victim, but you can tell she's, I, she's trying to get under Denise's skin. Like I keep saying, Adriana, girl, you gonna end up in a strong headlock and I'm not gonna be mad about it. Um, Denise says that Adriana is being messy and that she needs to keep it cute. Um, she walks outside again past them and at this point they are really really close and they just whenever Denise comes by they stop talking Adriana looks like she needs to take a dump like Denise literally scares the shit out of her and I'm just like good you need to be scared because you're being messy and that's actually literally what Denise says she's just like huh y'all messy so that's where they leave off with that let's go into segment two it opens up with Calfani going to Denise's room which I thought was a bold move like if I was Calfani and you're always saying you don't like how jealous she is I would have just left it right there but I guess he wanted to nip it in the bud um he says that he doesn't like her drama jealousy and insecurity why don't you stop doing things to make her feel that way hmm that that may help you out um so when he comes in the room Denise is like oh you done and he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, what am I talking about? See this, this little dialogue of back and forth. I wouldn't even let Calfani in the room. Like he just says that he's getting to know everybody. Um, but she says that, you know, why can't you come and see me first and then go see Adriana? Denise, please stop. You Don't even put yourself in that position to be, oh, you can come see me first and then you can go see her. Why are you giving this nigga options? Um, Calfani hits her with the look, baby. <laughs> he says, look, baby, I'm not a mind reader. 
and I'm just like, oh God, here we go. Basically, Denise says in her confessional that she's all in with Galfani and she's going to take that cue and start mingling and getting to know other people. Again, this is episode seven. Why are the women just now taking the cue to get to know other people? Um, the next scene we get is the next day and Denise is saging herself. I'm just thinking like, Ashley knows all about sage and incense and all of that. I think Ashley saged me like the last time I was at her house in Columbia. And she shade, she uh, saged my honey pot because I wanted good energy for my vagina. And I think it actually worked because I've been with no fuck niggas on a serious level since then. But anyway, enough about me. Um, Denise is saging herself and um, I think Jay sees her, Jay in winter. And I'm just like, Denise, girl, be careful because the sage... It, get, it gets rid of bad spirits. And right now you a bad spirit. So you could be saging yourself out of this competition. Um, Simone asked Rashid out on a date. She says that she has shed layers and she's ready to she's ready to get to know him now. So I liked um, her approach. They were cute. They were smiling the whole time. I was like, why hasn't this happened? Like, y'all both light skin, you know, <laughs> y'all could make it work. He's divorced. He got the seven-year-old. I feel like that would be a great starting point with Simone, with his son. Um, I like that she says, you know, let me know when and where, even though she asked him out, she wants him to plan the date. And I was like, all right, Simone, I see the switch up. I like it. Hit him with that. Whoa. Um, Edwin and Joy are having a conversation Oh, no, they're not having a conversation. They are having a little date. And he has a little tantric yoga date set up for them by the pool. Um, Who's the better fit? Oh, he wants to figure out between Naya and Joy who's the better fit for him. Um, I wrote in my notes, Joy, this is the first time she's not dressed in business casual. You know, Joy always keep a blazer or a pantsuit on. That's why I call her Joan Clayton. She was just in a regular crop top and some leggings hair still covering her whole face and her head i was like damn joy you could have pulled back the hair it's yoga you're gonna be hot when i do my yoga every wednesday when i go to class this afro is up in a bun honey because it's hot yoga and i be sweating um edwin starts strategically touching her and um it was cute i don't really see an attraction there i feel like joy is 100 percent into jay but i don't know I don't really know. Y'all know how I feel about Edwin. He talks too damn much. That's a problem for me. And I just noticed for the first time that Edwin has braces. That's cute. All right. We open up the third segment with Brian and Calfani. They're going on a double date with Winter and Joy. A little tiki boat ride. Now, when this episode originally aired, I was like, Brian going on a date with who? Winter, I was like, Winter, please don't tell me. Please don't tell me you've fallen for his corny ass lines, his fucking hair piece, and this goddamn ripped zombie apocalypse Kanye West shirts that he wears on every episode. Um, she says, Winter says that um, <laughs> she's giving Brian the side eye because she knows or she at least thought that he was really into Alex. And she wants to know if she's just a distraction for him. So Winter kind of already has her guard up, which I was just like, thank you, Winter. I thought you was about to fall into the uh, into the pick me army. Um, Winter is asking questions. She's just like, okay, 
Kalfani, what do you like about Adriana? Brian, what do you like about me? Kalfani says that he likes Adriana's flow, her vibe, that damn vibe. I'm going to make that a drinking game. Her mindset and her energy because she's bubbly. Of course she's bubbly because there's nothing but air going on at the top of her head. But um, Brian says, y'all, when she asked Brian what he likes about her, Brian says, thick thighs save lies. Brian, I need you to pack your motherfucking bags right now. My patience for you, it's as thin as your beard line. Um, he says he likes her style and swag. And Winter is not impressed. She's just like, this nigga is superficial. He's shallow. And um, towards the end, she is just like, I'm not interested in Brian. Like, he's fake. And that she was acting the whole time she was on the date. Hello. Winter, I'm giving you a virtual high five through this podcast because... Yes, um, Brian gotta go. I know this was a women's elimination week, but I wanted Brian to pack his shit and leave. Get your shit, get your shit, and get the fuck out. (laughs) We have a scene with Joy and Jay, and Joy is letting Jay know, you know, Alicia, aka Big Sexy, she was calling you Mayweather Diggs. And I was like, that's who Jay looks like. Jay looks like Floyd Mayweather. It had been bothering but Tay Diggs, I don't think he looks like Tay Diggs. Um, someone tweeted me maybe Ocho Cinco. I could see that. Ocho Cinco and Mayweather. <laughs> um, Joy and Jay just have a brief conversation. Um, he called her a friend. And she, I think she called him a friend or vice versa. And he's like, oh, so you want to be friends? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oof. It's something about that, Jay. It, it's the call calm cool and collectedness it's something about him y'all I, I just don't know it's that it's the chocolate it's the peanut m&m head for me um we get a scene with naya and edwin again and basically she's just saying that she wants to be taken care of i was just like please stop being a bird Ca-ca! like can you turn your birdness down for a second or what ashley called naya a pick me priestess <laughs> Like, can you turn down your pick me priesthood for just two seconds? Um, she says that, oh, Edwin says that she has beautiful expressive eyes, like a kitty, like a pretty kitty. And then she says, yeah, and I got the pretty kitty to match. <sighs> God, Disgusting. Um, Rashid and Simone have their little car picnic date. I thought was so cute. It's on the back of this retro pickup truck. I love pickup trucks. I'm from the South. My daddy used to have like this old, like black Chevy pickup truck. And um, I remember around 2000, he restored it. Like him and my uncle had restored it, put the engine in. And man, I used to love that. Like that is the truck he used to pick me up from daycare in. And um, when my dad had to pick me up from daycare, when I started going, he knew I would be hungry, so we would always either go to McDonald's or go to Hardee's. It was different from when my mom would pick me up because she'd be like, you know, we got food at home. We ain't got McDonald's money. But if my daddy was coming to pick me up, I was happy in that black truck because I knew he either had some food waiting for me or we were going to go sneak and get food before dinner. Again, I'm getting off topic, but I like vintage pickup trucks. Um, Simone asked Rashid, y'all like Kiki, you doing too much. Simone asked Rashid, what was his first experience with failure? Good questions. You know, Simone should be asking some good. Her and Winter, good wordsmiths. He said that, um, you know, he was a slow reader. He had to be put in special ed classes and that his mom was determined for him to have a great education regardless. 
Um, he wanted to prove people wrong and he was the first person to graduate college in his family and he graduated with honors. All right. So she asked him, you know, how do you feel about women making the first move? How do you feel about it? Who should make the first move? And he says um, he is a traditionalist, but sometimes men want women to make the first move occasionally and they get tired of that. I do agree. I am, especially when I'm dating someone I like, I usually be making the first moves. Um, (laughs) Now that can either be a good thing or a bad thing, but something I've learned about myself is I like doing that. I like And it's not overbearing, but I'm just very direct. I think it's my SAG energy, y'all. I just, I'm impatient and I can, my mind can change. My actions can change. My attention can go other places. So I'm very direct in making the first move. I, and niggas be moving too slow. So yeah, um, they kiss and it's kind of cute. They had a nice little date. Um, after he was talking about, you know, making the first move, Simone makes the first move to kiss them, but they end up kissing at the same time. And um, I was like, oh, they kind of cute. I'm here for Simone and Rashid. They match each other. Um, I was disappointed that after the kiss, Rashid said in his confessionable, confessionable, I'm making out words. He said in his confessional that Adriana is still his top pick. Rashid, why? Adriana is not giving you no play. She's not cuddling up with you. She ain't playing the large checker set with you. She ain't playing the large connect four. You probably haven't seen her in a damn week. Why is she still the top pick? I'm glad he did not tell that to Simona. Ooh, excuse me, out loud. But I'm just like, Rasheed, please stop drinking the Adriana Kool-Aid. Please. Segment four opens up with a freestyle battle at the dinner table. It was cute. I have written down in my notes, I love black people. Um, (laughs) Adriana is turned on because Kalfani ended the freestyle with a fun little rhyme so she takes him outside and they start getting close and stuff and I'm like dude I felt like I needed to not be watching this I was like now is this the own network or is this Skinamax and they kiss and I'm just like oh my god they're kind of cute this is the first time ever that I've actually been here for California Adriana like it felt natural I guess that they had their first kiss um they seem likable at this point but I just had to wonder like have Denise and Kalfani kissed see what I said about the men keeping their options open and mingling but the women haven't okay um (laughs) the next scene is the next day with Anthony in winter Anthony got on his Daisy Dukes (laughs) winter is like you know I I keep noticing that Anthony got a body on him and I kind of like it um I did say that Anthony had on some Daisy Dukes with the gif of Skinner, Principal Skinner from The Simpsons shaking his butt while bending over. And Anthony replied to it on Twitter with just the crying face emoji. Um, I have written in my notes, Winter, stop objectifying him. Like now Brian was doing that to you with the thick thighs say lies, but you're doing that with Anthony. But they actually do have a conversation. He asks, you know, how can he support her? And she says, you know, support really comes from marriage. She was married. She's recently divorced. Um, marriage does not equal security and that her husband cheated on her three weeks after their honeymoon. Oh, winter girl, how you how did you not stab him? How? Niggas ain't shit. Men are really the weakest link. Why get married if you're just going to cheat? This is not entanglement. Like you couldn't keep it in three weeks after the honeymoon. 
I'm assuming they fucked on the honeymoon so you couldn't just get like a quick annulment. But baby, that divorce decree would be in so fast. Um, <laughs> we get a quick shot of Denise sitting back outside reading a book called Pussy Prayers. Now I paused this, I stopped what I was doing and I went and I added that book to my Goodreads list. So yeah, when I get that book, I will be sure to let y'all know what I think about it. Um, it has like a five star rating. Pussy prayers, Denise, really? Um, next week, oh, he asked, I think either he, oh no, 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 no. We have a scene of Alex and Rashid. They're going out on a date. I was very confused. I immediately thought, meh, this is obviously a friendship date. This is obviously... Rashid. See, Rashid is out here playing the game. He's mingling. He's seeing that Adrian, even though he keeps saying Adrian is still his top pick, he's just like, okay, let me get out here and talk to these other women. So now he's on a date with Alex. Um, she asked him what's the hardest thing he's ever had to overcome. And he um, said his father's death, like his father got sick, had to go into hospice. I believe he said that his father wasn't able to attend his college graduation. And you guys remember he had just said that he was the first person in his family to graduate college. She says that her mom was in a horrible um, car accident, changed her life forever, and that her dad is now her primary caretaker. And um, Rashid is just like, is that the type of man you want in your life? Like someone to pick up your life if something happened like that? And she's like, yeah, that's what I'm looking for in a man. Um, Alex likes this communication, this dialogue that she's having with Rashid because she says that Rashid listens to her. Brian does not do that. Um, what I thought about this date, like I said, it's a friendship date. They're cute. I like seeing Alex with different people. I'll never stop saying that her and Chris probably would have been cute together or maybe her and country David. I feel like she probably could have changed country David. Hey, country David. Um, now we get into segment five, which is at Thomas Tavern, um, the tabernacle. He asked Brian how he and Alex are doing. He says it's a work in progress. Tommy asked them if, sorry, Tommy asked Brian if his connection with Alex has gotten stronger or weaker. He says a streaker. Tommy's over. Brian's double talking all his bullshit and he's annoyed. He's asking Brian, can you fix it with Alex? And Brian's like, yeah, yeah, I can definitely fix it. I'm just like, Brian, I haven't seen you interact with Alex since the first segment. You over here trying to hop on new puss. Get the fuck out of here. Um, Tommy asked Rashid how his date with Alex went. And he says that her mom was in a, a big accident and it kind of changed the way she sees relationships. Again, here we are in the men's tabernacle and y'all telling women's business. That's Alex's business. It wasn't that like shocking or dramatic, but okay, y'all need to stop talking about, listen, men gossip twice as much as women. That's all I'm going to say about that. Tommy asked Brian if he knew about Alex's mom and he says no. And he's just like, Brian, damn, have you been listening? (laughs) He's just like, uh, you know, hearing and listening are two different things. Maybe you need to work on that. Next, he asked Edwin about Joy. Edwin said that Joy is the light of his life. No Erica Badu. Jay is clearly bothered. He tells them how they did the tantric yoga. Okay. Um, And he goes on and on about Joy and their connection. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Kyle Fani is asked about Adriana. He said that he made an authentic connection with her. 
And I just think it's funny that Rashid is sitting next to Calfani as he talks about Adriana. So I'm like, Rashid, come on. But um, Calfani in his confessional notes that Rashid is bothered and that he is locked and loaded. Calfani to me is seeing this infatuation with Adriana as a competition at this point because he's just like yeah she said that Rashid is her man but you know I'm trying to get in there and I'm just like all right um Jay talks about winter and how he's laid back and he still has a connection with her and I'm just like Jay that connectioning that connectioning that connection is getting drier and drier as time goes by I don't know about y'all but I feel like winter is starting to lose interest in Jay um Tommy asked Anthony about Winter and he says that they made connections. They had a good conversation. Um, Rashid talks about his date with Simone. He says they had a good date. They opened up with each other and that he needs another week to really see if there's something there with Simone. Rashid, stop playing. Simone is probably your best pick at this point. Then um, Tommy brings up Naya. <laughs> Tommy trying to be slick he said that he was blown away by you know her actions last week and Rashid is still on this you know if it was one thing that bothered her about Chris when it was the splitting the mortgage if it took that one thing for her to turn him turn her off of Chris that she didn't like him in the first place and everybody kind of agrees um Anthony is asked about Denise he says that he likes her she's energetic and fun um Calfani and Denise what did I say he says that he has a problem with her being territorial um and that men want to feel freedom I think Tommy said that and I, I wrote Tommy really men need freedom we give y'all the fucking freedom and then y'all go and fuck other people just my opinion um he does say that the men need to be honest and kind or that either Calfani needs to be honest and kind. I don't know. I think he told all the men that. Y'all just gonna be lying anyway. Next, we get into eliminations. Denise and Naya are at the bottom two. I think with all the talk about Naya, I kind of knew Denise wasn't going home. So Denise meets with Jay and I wrote down double chocolate. Denise looks beautiful. Jay looks beautiful. Why hasn't Denise gotten a chance to know Jay? Basically, he was just like, well, you know, the guys were talking um, about you and Calfani. And I'm like, God damn it, Jay, just spit it out. And she's just like, what, that I'm jealous? And he's like, yeah. Um, she's like, am I coming off too aggressive? And he's like, yeah, you know, you just need to relax and cut back on the jealousy. And um, Denise says she's going to do that. And she's going to open herself up, but that she won't be disrespected. Now, do I believe Denise? No. I feel like Denise still has her all her eggs in Calfani's basket. Baby, that's not going to end well for you, girl. I, I want her and Anthony to work out, but I got to see more effort with her and Anthony. So Denise is obviously staying. So you guys know what that means. Naya's ass is going home. Oof, let's get into it. Let me do my yoga breath. So since Rashid was the one bothered and kept mentioning Naya, I thought it was fitting that he'd be the one to tell her ass that she had to go home. Um, she meets with him. He pours her a glass of wine, which Naya, that should have been your first clue you were going home. <laughs> like, yeah, enjoy this glass of wine, bitch, because it's going to be your last. Um, he asks her how she feels about everybody or how she feels, you know, right now. She says that she has nothing but great things to say about everybody. Um, 
immediately Rashid brings up Chris and he says that, you know, when we would be in Thomas Tabernacle, Chris basically was in love with you. And um, she basically said, yeah, that's true. But it was that split everything. I'm not about to have a conversation about splitting bills with a grown man. <sighs> she says that Chris was mesmerized by her because he snagged one of the baddest ladies, one of the baddest ones being her. Um, yeah, Rashid lets her know that she made lasting impressions, but not lasting connections. Rashid, you are a goddamn wordsmith. I'm gonna give you that. It hit home to me, and I was disappointed that mm. that seemed to be the final straw with him. In all honesty, you've made lasting impressions, but not necessarily full lasting connections. So for that reason, the guys have decided that you're not ready. Okay. You could say it to the couch. That would be messed up on your behalf. You're just not ready for that. <laughs> Rasheed talking to the couch. Over it. I know that I'm ready to love. We have to have some authenticity and you have to be able to be audacious about your feelings and not afraid to say what you need to say. Oh no, because y'all not going to embarrass me. I didn't like anyone through this process. However, it's great for them to have a chance with me. So I'm the prize always. Okay. Come back in here. To do what? No, my boyfriend meet me in a minute. The men just aren't ready to be what I need in my life. I was never intrigued with Edwin. I came on the show with lots of potentials already in store. I put those people on hold so I could give this a process to see if maybe there was something better for me. Because I'm gonna always make the best decision for Naya. I have an amazing, attractive personality. So, sad for them. Oh. <sighs> Naya, Naya, Naya. So you weren't attracted to anybody. You didn't really like Edwin. You didn't like Chris. You got a nigga waiting on you in Atlanta. Why were you here, sis? You just exposed yourself as a scammer and a sack chaser. Like, I really think there is something wrong with Naya. I don't know if it's her being traumatized by the miscarriages or the death of her mother and her grandmother, but that was so ugly and and just so disrespectful like why were you here you took the spot for somebody who was probably ready to love i keep thinking about danny the one who went home on the first episode with the young daughter the 20 year old daughter that she had raised after getting married very young she was ready for love like naya girl <sighs> i just want y'all to know ashley called me immediately after she saw the episode and she had some not kind words to say about Naya as she dubbed her the pick me priestess and I have to agree Naya you just ended up looking so crazy and so out of line and Chris wherever you are you dodged a huge bullet um I'm glad Naya's gone I never want to see her again if they do end up having a reunion I doubt she'll even show up like I cannot wait to see the next episode and for Rashid to tell them what happened with Naya like girl this is not love and hip-hop. You can't just storm off. <sighs> Delusional. All right, so what did I think of the episode? I thought they got it right. Naya, I'm glad you're fucking gone. Um, Denise's actions, if she continues with this aggressive behavior towards Calfani, even though I don't like calling her aggressive, she's going to go home. 
Uh, I want her to set her sights elsewhere. I think Denise should just pull a switch up and go after Jay if we're keeping it a buck fifty. Um, yeah, now I did say I had some tea to give you guys. So my first bit of tea is about Alicia, aka Big Sexy. Apparently, Alicia is pregnant, you guys. She just recently had a baby shower. She posted a picture on her IG. Now, I ain't no doctor, you know, and I'm not a scientist. But if you were having your baby shower and this show was filmed just a couple months ago, that would lead me to believe you were either pregnant when you were filming this show or you got, you just had an, a miraculous sudden conception, um, immediate conception after you left. Meaning, okay, so if that happened, you must have had a nigga in your back pocket. Um, how old was Alicia? Let me, let me go back in my notes. Alicia, 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 Alicia. Oop, not my notes being gone. Not the first page of my notes. I don't know. I think Alicia was either 39 or 40. Wait, wait, wait. I found it, you guys. Alicia is 39. And she's having another baby. You know, babies are a blessing. Congratulations. It was also brought to my attention that on the casting special, the, sh the episode I did not review, Alicia had revealed that um she got a mommy makeover prior to coming on the show so i assume a bbl that's why everything was big and sexy on her girl y'all be getting bbls and then y'all get pregnant i hope y'all got a gym membership um so congratulations to alicia um yeah my other bit of news that came through on social media now this one is alleged this one i don't know for a fact i know for a fact alicia is pregnant brian allegedly has a baby on the way yeah, which if you got a baby on the way, you probably didn't find love on this show or you were you had some hoes. You know, you were always talking about how you got to be disciplined and how you got to delete the numbers out your phone. You allegedly got somebody pregnant. OK, now, as I'm recording this, I'm thinking, hmm, Alicia's pregnant. She liked Brian. Uh, now, Brian allegedly got a baby on the way. Do I think <laughs> Brian is the father of Alicia's baby? I would hope not. I don't even want to put that in the universe, but I'm just saying that would be some some spectacular uh, uh, conclusion. I can't get my T.I., my expeditiously vocabulary on right now, but that would be a miraculous turn of events if that is what the case would happen to be. So my two tidbits of tea, if you guys would need to review, Alicia Big Sexy is pregnant. She's about to pop any day now, either due in December or January. And that Brian allegedly has a baby on the way. I do not think the two are connected, but shit, you never know. Maybe he did come back to that room of snacks and had a snack. Baby, I don't know. Um, <laughs> that is the end of the review. You guys can catch me on Instagram in the Twitter at K-D-A-S-H-D-I-O-R. The On The Rocks Instagram profile is at O-T-R-P-O-D. Ashley's Instagram and Twitter is at Ashtaylampmarie. Her business page is actually called something. It's not the Perfect Mix LLC. I, that's the name of the business, but the actual tag and account. Um, I will ask her for that when we record our next episode together, which will be this week. So we will get that fixed. I'll start saying the correct name again. Thank you guys for listening. I've seen the numbers grow on these Ready to Love episodes. So even if y'all aren't watching the actual show, y'all are listening to my review. And I really do appreciate that. Y'all know I love y'all. Mm, I'm gonna give y'all a hug through the microphone, <laughs> through the phone, really. 
but um i will see y'all next time for episode eight um we have a man and a woman going home now i don't know if they're going to be going home at the end of that episode but that's what the elimination gonna be we're gonna start getting these people up out of here okay period bye y'all